The word of the Lord is here from the Nation Treasury. Go and tell my servant David, thus says the Lord, shall thou build me a house for me to dwell in? Whereas I have not dwelt in any house since the time that I brought up the children of Israel out of Egypt, even to this day that I've walked in uh, that I've walked in the tent and in the tabernacle. In all the places wherein I have walked with the children of Israel, spake I a word with thee of the tribes of Israel, whom I commanded to keep my people Israel, saying, Why build ye not me a house of peace? Now therefore, so shalt thou say to my servant David, Thus saith the Lord of hosts, I took thee from the sheep coast and following the sheep to be ruler over my people over Israel. And I was with thee whithersoever thou wentest, and have cut off all thine enemies out of thy sight, and have made thee a great name like unto the name of the great men that are in the earth. Moreover, I will appoint a place for my people Israel, and will plant them that they may dwell in a place of their own, and Move no more, neither shall the children of wickedness afflict them any more as before time. Since since the time that I commanded judges to be over my people Israel, and have caused thee to rest from all thine enemies, also the Lord tells thee that he will make thee a house. And so here we see that David, I don't want you to do any this. I I have plans for that, and, and there will come a day. And and then we get into verses twelve through seventeen, and we see a statement here that, that God makes and makes a covenant with David and, and, and uh, shows him what, what all that he is going to do for David and, and his lineage. And, and so we have this big covenant given to us in verses 12 through 17. And he says that I will build your house and, and I will establish your throne and thy house and thy kingdom tells us shall be established forever before thee. Can't believe that you've brought me so far. I, and, and he goes in and he talks about how 
the youngest of, of all of the brothers and youngest of the family, and she deserves nothing at all from that, and, and, and just carried my father's name was more or less all that I would have, and, and, and now I look and I and I see and I'm at wonder that God would use me, and, and then not only to use me, but even bring me to the point now of, of where I am the king of your family. And it does.
victory over the enemy in the battles that, that were to ensue. And, and then we see how Solomon represents, as he builds the temple, that, that David wasn't allowed to do because David was fighting and, and all the sufferings and the defeat of sin and, and, and finally winning against that great enemy on the cross. And then Solomon comes in and he builds the temple and, and, and here uh, uh, representing Christ in his glory after suffering and all the conflict, folks. And the church today is in that suffering and in conflict. But there is a day coming where it shows that Christ is the head and that all of the conflict is in And so as we give thought to David and we see the battle here and, and, and we see the struggles that's going on, we see how Christ is still building his kingdom still yet today. And, and we know that there are struggles and we know there are challenges and we know there are those who are going to fight against that and try to see that kingdom diminish rather than grow and and how we need to continue to keep our eyes and our hearts upon the Lord and understanding and knowing that God is building His kingdom and, and that we need to continue to preach and teach the gospel of Christ. We need to continue to struggle through the sufferings that are going on in our lives and know and understand that all of those that take place are but minimal in comparison to the glory of the Lord. So we see David giving us a representation showing us and giving us an understanding of the grace of God upon one's life. David was one that represented battles and represented blood, and, and that's why God said, David, I don't want you building the temple because you represent all the conflict. You represent the victories that come through that fighting and through those battles. Then we get to chapter 9, and it reminds us too of who we are as we give thought to this. We see David trying hard and shows in verse nine or chapter nine and verse one and David said, Is there yet any that is left of the house of Saul? That I may show him kindness to Jonathan's servant. And there was of the house of Saul a servant whose name was Ziba, and when they had called him unto David, the king said unto him, Are thou Ziba and his blood descended of me? And the king said, Is there not yet any of the house of Saul that I may show kindness to God unto him? And Ziba said unto the king, Jonathan hath yet a son which is thine eyes sweet. And the king said unto him, Where is he? And Ziba said unto the king, Behold, he is in the house of Machir, the son of Amiel, in Lodabar. You know, Lodabar means no pasture, means barren land. Remember that in a moment. Then King David sent and fetched him out of the house of Machir, and son of Amiel from Lodabar, when Malam Mephibosheth, the son of Jonathan, the son of Saul, was come unto David and fell on his face and did reverence, and David said, Mephibosheth, and he answered, Behold thy servant. And David said unto him, Fear not, for I will surely show thee kindness to Jonathan, thy father's sake. And he bowed himself and said, What is thy servant that thou shouldest look upon such a vain father? Then the king called to Ziba, Saul's servant, and said unto him, I have been under thy master's son all that pertained to Saul and to all his house. 